This podcast is brought to you by She Society, sharing the perspectives and stories of women Australia-wide. Hello and welcome to Buzzing About Books with Michelle Beasley. I'm Michelle Beasley from She Society and I'm currently here in Brisbane in my library. We're in lockdown until hopefully tomorrow, which is Sunday, but maybe a little bit longer, but we're all staying safe and well. So a great time to read books here in Brisbane. So I thought I'd jump on and tell you what I've been reading lately, what I've been going to see and some of the authors that I'm looking forward to seeing some movie adaptations and some Netflix shows from. So the first one is I've been reading Harlan Coben for many years and I read recently one that I'd got at the uh, Lifeline Book Fest called Promise Me and it's one of his Myron Volatar's books. So that character goes through a fair few of his books and this is about a missing girl and what he does to try and find her. So uh, Harlan is a modern author and he lures you in from the first page with his thrillers. So that's a really good one that I read during lockdown. It's called Promise Me. Now, Harlan has got a lot of shows on Netflix at the moment. Some are based on his novels and some are just produced by him. So if you're looking for something to binge, you can watch The Innocent, The Woods, and the one I've seen is The Stranger, which is a British adaptation of one of his stories, and also The Five. So there are a few if you're looking for something to watch from a great author from Harlan Coben. Now, the second thriller that I've read during lockdown is by Chris Hammer. Now, I know I'm late to the Chris Hammer party, but I bought this one in the recent Lifeline Book Fest, and Scrublands is the first one in his trio of books that he's written recently. There's also Trust and Silver, which I will be reading next. It's kind of in the style of Jane Harper's The Dry. Now, Scrublands um, begins with a dead river, a dying town, and a killer's secrets. And it tells the story of journalist Martin Skarsden, who arrives in Riversend to write a feature on the anniversary of a tragedy where a priest has shot up the town and killed a lot of his parishioners one Sunday morning. So he has to write about the town one year on and how it has affected them. But the stories he hears from the locals about the priest and the incidents leading up to the shooting don't fit in with the accepted version of events that his own newspaper reported. So Martin can't ignore his doubts and he starts digging further to find the real reason behind the priest's deadly rampage. So just as he's making some headway, there's a shock new development which rocks the town and it becomes the biggest story in Australia. So all the other media outlets descend on the town. Wrestling with his own demons, Martin finds himself risking everything to discover a truth that becomes darker and more complex with every twist. But there are powerful forces determined to stop him and he has no idea how far they will go to make sure that the town's secrets stay buried. So it's a compulsive thriller and it will haunt you after you've turned the last page. There were so many kind of strings of thread that he needed to um, 
not together at the end of the story and it was a, a really good page turner, um, wonderful writing, very crisp and sharp like you'd expect from a journalism journalist. So I would recommend Chris Hammer's Scrublands and I'm looking forward to reading his other two stories. And I did hear recently he has one coming out for Christmas. So for all those fans of Chris Hammer, there's another one that you might want under the Christmas tree this year. Now, completely different to the thrillers, I went along to the Brisbane Square Library recently where my friend author Christine Wells has released her new novel, Sisters of the Resistance. Now, I was very interested to read this one because I'm a huge fan of Dior. That's my favourite fashion label. And this novel is based on Catherine Dior's life. Now, she was part of the Paris Spy Network and not much has been written about her. So Christine meticulously researched this one. And the book is a gorgeous blend of fashion, heartbreak, heroism and love. And it's about two sisters, um, Gabby and Yvette, who live in the same building as Miss Catherine Dior. Uh, they eventually join the resistance and um, the war is nearly over. But for people who are still fighting in Paris, it's probably even more dangerous than ever before. So Gabby, she loathes the Nazis and she's the concierge at number 10 Rue Royale. So, But she's the person who does her best to avoid conflict until she gets dragged into a scenario of looking after a wounded soldier and we find more about that through the book. Um, her bolder sister Yvette, she works for a fashion company and she rides her bike and delivers orders and suddenly she becomes a pet to another actress who is the mistress of a German lieutenant. So she gets drawn into it that way. Um, and also Catherine Dior has her do some deliveries for her. So both the sisters, without knowing it, are drawn into the Paris spy network. Um, it skips from 1944 to 1947 when a vet returns from New York to reunite with Gabby and to begin life anew as a mannequin for Christian Dior, who is revolutionising fashion with his new look. And that's all the beautiful bar suits and so much material after the austere times of war. So it was creating quite a stir. Um, first... Yvette must uncover the truth behind Catherine's terrible fate while Gabby finds that there are many kinds of courage and love is always worth fighting for. I'm halfway through and I'm really enjoying it being transported to Paris of the 1940s. Um, I love all the fashion. I, I know a lot of the streets they're walking down. I've been to that Dior, the original Dior, House of Dior. So, yes, I'd say it's her best yet. Um, very much enjoying this one. So that's one that might sweep you away to Paris, The Sisters of the Resistance by Brisbane author Christine Wells. Now I am next going to read Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. I don't read many memoirs but because my son's just moved to Texas I have this one. I brought him bought it for him for Christmas and he's left it here so it's got lots of great uh, photos in there and it, 
it tells um, Matthew's memories of growing up in Texas, his successes and failures, joys and sorrows, and things that made him marvel and laugh out loud. So Green Lights is the joyful times in, in life when you've got to sit down and um, appreciate the green light moments. So I think that'll be a really good one. It's a love letter to his life and it's also a guide to catching more green lights and to realising that the yellows and reds eventually turn green too by design and on purpose. So a really uplifting memoir to be reading right now when most of Australia seems to be battling the virus again. So that will be my next read. Now, also on the book front, Where the Crawdads Sing, which was my read of 2019 by Delia Owens, Reese Witherspoon optioned that one, and the movie has now been finished and is expected to be released in June 2022. So that's something to look forward to. And if you haven't read it yet, it's a beautiful story. So I can thoroughly recommend Where the Crawdads Sing. In related news, the Griffith Review has got issue 73 out called Hey Utopia and this asks readers to imagine other ways the world can be through a powerful collection of essays, reportage, creative non-fiction, memoir, visual essays and poetry. So it's edited by Ashley Hay who's a Brisbane author and I've read some of her books and it has... Um, authors like Bryony Doyle, who reflects on the seductive myth of renewal. Ellen Van Nieven, who's a Brisbane author, she illuminates the hopes and dreams of transgender athletes. James, uh, Jane Gleason White, she's from Sydney, and she argues that a woman's work is never done or counted either so that would be a great one for many of our she society readers and there's a whole range of authors poets and writers from all over australia who have pieces in the griffith review so look out for that one also hopefully when we open up again i went and interviewed kirsten siddles from a midnight visit which is an immersive theater experience based on the works of Edgar Allan Poe and it has oh, over 30 different rooms, different themes and I was lucky enough to take a sneak peek and it's absolutely magnificent and you can choose your own adventure so every audience member has a different experience so they encourage you to dress in black with feathers and go and look at the different rooms and, and find your way around and there's lots of actors, many who are from Brisbane, who will interact with you either on a, a whole group basis or sometimes even one-on-one. -on -one. So that's something different and based on literature, which you can go and see once we're open again here in Brisbane. Um, it's a really fun experience and so creative. So well done, Kirsten and the team for getting that one up to Brisbane and hopefully we'll be able to go back and see them soon. Uh, also on at the moment is... Uh, West Side Story, which for a romance writer like me was a wonderful experience to go to opening night. So if you're looking for a night of music, dance, theatre and story, that one might be for you. So great to support our arts at this time. 
Well, that's all from me this week at Buzzing About Books. I hope you're enjoying reading during lockdown. Thankfully, I got to the Lifeline Book Fest before uh, we shut down, so I have a whole, whole diverse range of books that I can read, which is great. And remember to support, support your local booksellers. Avid Reader here at West End, Dimmicks is still delivering. We have a lot of local bookshops like Riverbend, so try and order from a couple of those while everyone's locked down. And there's a great number of new books coming out, which I'll talk about next time. So until then, this is Michelle. Stay sparkly and keep on reading. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by She Society. 